Conclusion of Katrina by Robert Louis Stevenson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Wayne Cook. Conclusion. No sooner were we safe within the walls of Dunkirk than we held a very necessary council of war on our position. We had taken a daughter from her father at the sword's point. Any judge would give her back to him at once, and by all likelihood clap me and Alan into jail. And though we had an argument upon our side in Captain Pouser's letter, neither Katrina nor I were very keen to be using it in public. Upon all accounts it seemed the most prudent to carry the girl to Paris to the hands of her own chieftain, MacGregor of Bohaldi, who would be very willing to help his kinswoman on the one hand, and not at all anxious to dishonor James upon the other. We made but a slow journey of it up, for Katrina was not so good at the riding as the running, and had scarce sat in the saddle since the forty-five. But we made it out at last, reached Paris early of a Sabbath morning, and made all speed, under Alan's guidance, to find Bohaldi. He was finely lodged, and lived in a good style, having a pension on the Scots fund as well as private means, greeted Katrina like one of his own house, and seemed altogether very civil and discreet, but not particularly open. We asked of the news of James Moore. Poor James, said he, and shook his head and smiled, so that I thought he knew further than he meant to tell. Then we showed him Palliser's letter, and he drew a long face at that. Poor James, he said again, where there are worse folk than James Moore, too, but this is dreadful bad. Tut-tut, he must have forgot himself entirely. This is a most undesirable letter, but for all that, gentlemen, I cannot see what we would want to make it public for. It's an ill bird that fouls its own nest, and we are all Scots folk and all Highland. Upon this we all agreed, save perhaps Alan, and still more upon the question of our marriage, which Bohaldi took in his own hands as though there had been no such person as James Moore, and gave Katrina away with very pretty manners and agreeable compliments in French. It was not till it was over and our healths drunk that he told us James was in that city, whither he had preceded us some days, and where he now lay sick and like to die. I thought I saw by my wife's face what way her inclination pointed. "'And let us go see him, then,' said I. "'If it is your pleasure,' said Katrina. Uh, these were early days." He was lodged in the same quarter of the city with his chief in a great house upon a corner, and we were guided up to the garret where he lay by the sound of highland piping. It seemed he had just borrowed a set of them from Bohaldi to amuse his sickness. Though he was no such hand as was his brother Rob, he made good music of the kind, and it was strange to observe the French folk crowding on the stairs and some of them laughing. He lay propped in a pallet. The first look of him I saw he was upon his last business, and doubtless this was a strange place for him to die in. But even now I find I can scarce dwell upon his end with patience. Doubtless Bohaldi had prepared him. He seemed to know we were married, complimented us on the event, and gave us a benediction like a patriarch. I have 
and never understood, said he. I forgive you both without an afterthought. After which he spoke for all the world in his own manner, was so obliging as to play us a tune or two upon his pipes, and borrowed a small sum before I left. I could not trace even a hint of shame in any part of his behavior, but he was great upon forgiveness. It seemed always fresh to him. I think he forgave me every time we met, and when, after some four days, he passed away in a kind of odor of affectionate sanctity, I could have torn my hair out for exasperation. I had him buried, but what to put upon his tomb was quite beyond me, till at last I considered the date would look best alone. I thought it wiser to resign all thoughts of Leyden, where we had appeared once as brother and sister, and it would certainly look strange to return in a new character. Scotland would be doing for us, and thither, after I had recovered that which I had left behind, we sailed in a low country ship. And now, Miss Barbara Balfour, to set the ladies first, and Mr. Allan Balfour, younger of Shaw's, here is the story brought fairly to an end. A great many of the folk that took part in it you will find, if you think well, that you have seen and spoken with. Allison Hasty in Limekilns was the last that rocked your cradle when you were too small to know of it, and walked abroad with you in the policy when you were bigger. That very fine great lady that is Miss Barbara's name mamma is no other than the same Miss Grant that made so much a fool of David Balfour in the house of the Lord Advocate. And I wonder whether you remember a little, lean, lively gentleman in a scratch-wig and a rap-rascal that came to Shaw's very late of a dark night, and whom you were awakened out of your beds and brought down to the dining-hall to be presented to, by the name of Mr. Jameson? Or has Alan forgotten what he did at Mr. Jameson's request, a most disloyal act, for which by the letter of the law he might be hanged, no less than drinking the king's health across the water. These were strange doings in a good Whig house, but Mr. Jameson is a man privileged, and might set fire to my corn-barn, and the name they know him by now in France is the Chevalier Stuart. As for Davy and Katrina, I shall watch you pretty close in the next days, and see if you are so bold as to be laughing at Papa and Mamma. It is true we were not so wise as we might have been, and made a great deal of sorrow out of nothing, but you will find as you grow up that even the most artful Miss Barbara, and even the valiant Mr. Allen, will be not so very much wiser than their parents. For the life of man upon this world of ours is a funny business. They talk of angels weeping, but I think they must more often be holding their sides as they look on. And there was one thing I determined to do when I began this long story, and that was to tell out everything as it befell. End of Conclusion End of Katrina by Robert Louis Stevenson